Thank you to Fiverr for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I am not is a sound engineer. So when it comes to editing my podcast episodes, I look to an awesome engineer I connected with on none other than Fiverr. As a small business owner, it is important to recognize when you need to outsource. By doing so, you not only free up your time, but you prevent your passion from becoming a pain. Visit the link in my show notes or head to www.lauraswanseekman.com and click on consulting to view Fiverr as one of my go-to business resources. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by The Lux Lens. Whether you're curating your brand's aesthetic or enhancing your family's memories, The Lux Lens is an incredible resource for creating quality images. Get creative on your computer or choose mobile preset options to use in the free Adobe Lightroom app and finesse your images on the go. Not a seasoned photog? No worries. They also offer video trainings and free educational articles to help you up your game. Browse their extensive collection of editing tools and get 15% off your purchase with my exclusive link in the show notes or by visiting www.theluxlens.com slash LSS. Photo game changer. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. Gosh, I have no actual idea how it's already October. I blinked and August and September were gone. I've been working hard on some upward shifts in my business these past few months, so I guess I just didn't look up from the computer very often. And I absolutely love fall, the weather, the colorful trees, bonfires, football games, and so on. But that also means winter is fast approaching, like next month-ish, and I'm really not fond of winter. It was fine when I was a kid and like building igloos and snowmen, but now as each year passes, I wonder more and more why the fuck I live in a place with winter. It sucks, but I suppose you take the good with the bad and I do need the other three seasons in my life. So here we are. Before we dig into our little chat here today, would you pretty please take a quick second and using your podcast app, tap subscribe to this show and leave a positive five-star rating and or review for the podcast if you're enjoying these episodes? Each rating means a ton to me and it helps others discover my content and find the show. I quite literally need your support to stand out, so I'd really appreciate it. All right, so let's talk websites. specifically how to keep your audience on yours and not hitting that little X in the upper right corner of their browser or browser tab. Because let's be real, that does you zero good. We want our websites to be sticky and help us sell whatever our offering is. And today I'm going to share with you some crafty ways to do just that. So I just said you want your website to be sticky. What does that mean? Sounds a little gross, right? It's not actually. Although I admit I get some weird imagery in my head when I hear that. But a sticky website is one that literally gets people to stick around longer. And the longer they stay, the greater the odds of them turning into a customer. And as a secondary benefit, the longer they stay, the more search engines rate your website as worth a visit. SEO, baby. 
But ahead of discussing some of the more crafty ways you can make your website sticky, let's hit a few basics because you need to have a decent website to begin with, or some of these suggestions will fall completely flat. Remember, your website is not just an extension of you and your brand, but representative of your audience's expected experience. If your website looks and acts like shit, well, people will likely expect a shit experience, or at the very least, one without a whole lot of effort. And no one wants to spend their money on a lame amount of effort. Your website doesn't have to be pages on pages long or have a ton of content on it, but it does need to look professional. Follow your brand's guidelines and aesthetic, review your written content for typos, and use high-quality photography throughout. You can source images from free stock photography sites, pay for stock photos, hire a photographer for a custom set of branded shots, or take your own. Make sure these two fall in line with your branding and are edited consistently. If you're taking your own and editing them yourself, I highly recommend presets and actions from the Lux Lens, which you heard me mention at the top of this episode. If you're interested, I'll leave a link in the show notes for you and you can use it to snag 15% off. People don't love to stare at globs of text, so break it up with these engaging images. Write more scannable type written content or use bullet points. Also, don't forget to answer their question, what's in it for me, within the first 15 to 30 seconds on your site. Why are they there? But beyond some of the core pages you'll need to include and some other considerations we aren't covering here today, there are some other overlooked or unique ways to make that site more attractive to your ideal audience and sticky. Things that will encourage them not to leave just yet. Start off by teaching them something right away. It can be a quick fact, a prompt for a mini lesson, or some other free tip. Showcasing your expertise and therefore your potential value in a sale up front will quickly build credibility with whoever is now looking at your website. Opt-in offers are an additional way of teaching your audience, but require them to make a little bit more effort on their part, like enter their email address. This should be fine, though, because what you'll present is worth them handing over access to their inbox. If you want to see this in action, head over to my website, www.lauraswanzeekman.com. If you haven't been there lately, you should see a pop-up, which prompts you to grab my brand statement freebie. This downloadable PDF takes you through how to create a concise and engaging brand statement for your business so as to better connect you with your ideal audience. And when you land on my homepage, the very first thing you should see is another offer, one for my free branding checklist. This PDF outlines the must-haves you need in place to create a strong framework for your brand. Then when you head over to my Learn page, you again have a chance to grab both of these opt-in offers, along with a bunch of other business resources I've collected for you. This is not done with the intention of spamming anyone's inbox. I send out an email once a week on Mondays, typically. But hey, it's a trade. I'm handing over an incredibly useful piece of content, and you're giving me the opportunity to stay in touch. Don't feel weird about asking for something, like an email address, with your opt-in offer. That's the whole point. But by having this interaction on your website, you've kept them there longer. And with the value you provide in your opt-in, they'll be convinced you're worth engaging with even more. One of the most frequented pages on anyone's website, other than their homepage, is their about page. 
People want to know what's up. We love to creep and learn more. So give them something interesting. If you've written some three-sentence boring blob of text about how you have three cats, your favorite food is chicken wings, and you have a BS in history from whatever college, this page is not going to serve you from a sticky perspective. Make it interesting. What could you say that would make them go, oh shit, that's fucking cool, or I would have never expected that? Keep it relative to your business and brand for the most part, but peel back some layers so they can see who you are and what it might be like to know, interact with, work with, or buy from you. And give them something juicy. Listen, you don't have to go deep into the dark secret archives, but we all have a funny story. Something so random that happened to us that usually results in a few gasps or another semi-salacious tidbit. Tease this on your homepage so they'll be interested in learning more about you and then finish off the story or fact on your about page. I'll give you a verbal example here. Did you know that I've been tased by police before? <laughs> yep. And if you want to know why, head over to my about page at lauraswanseekman.com slash about. Thank you to Green Envy for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. Did you know there are a ton of toxic ingredients in many everyday personal care products? In fact, Green Envy came up with their toxic Nixit list, which includes 28 ingredients they will never use because of their link to cancer, reproductive issues, organ toxicity, and severe skin irritation. Instead, they use high-quality plant-active ingredients and give you their purity and potency products. I have personally used Green Envy products for over three years now and can speak to the difference in my skin's appearance since making the switch to cleaner skincare. Browse their masks, serums, lotions, essential oils, and more via the exclusive link in my show notes and use code LAURASWANS-10 for 10% off. You'll also get free shipping and three free samples on your next order of $50 or more. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Haven's Kitchen. It's time to tantalize your taste buds and mix it up in the kitchen with Haven's Kitchen's six delicious sauces. Choose from red pepper romesco, golden turmeric tahini, tangy barbecue sauce, herby chimichurri, zippy chili harissa, and their gingery miso sauce. And each of their convenient packets can not only be used as a sauce, but also as a marinade or dressing, opening up even more tasty and creative possibilities for your meals. Want to give them a try? You can pick out your favorite flavors using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and show off your recipes and dishes in your stories and posts. Include other mediums of interaction with you too. For me, including my social pages is useful as I update that content regularly, but I also aim to highlight this podcast. That way they can not only see me in static and video content on the gram, but hear my voice, inflection, and sarcastic tone in longer form here. Perhaps for you, it could mean adding video content to your website or linking to your other platforms as well. Always consider that people absorb information in different ways. Some people are more visual others more auditory or even tactile. That doesn't mean they should be feeling you, obviously, but can they feel your product somewhere? Are you in a store? Can they get a sample from you, read your book? But pro tip, whenever you link to other content, always opt to set it to open the link in a new tab. 
That way they can still explore wherever you're sending them, but you've also allowed them the chance to revisit your website once they are done there. I don't know about you, but I have squirrel brain, and it's really hard to slow down the train once it's rolling. One moment I could be adding to my Green Envy online cart, and a minute later I'm looking up when the last dinosaur supposedly died. Even if they close that new tab with your other content, your website reappears in front of them in the original tab, and maybe they'll refocus on you and your information. You can also link to other parts of your own website. Take them on a journey and give them a tour by referencing your own offerings, about pages, contact form, and freebies repeatedly throughout your content, and include links should they want to head there next. And on that page, include a way to circle back to another page. This can help keep them around for a bit longer, adding to that stickiness. You can also do this by utilizing the footer on your website. And sure, clickbait-style blog post titles and featured discounts or sign-up codes can be useful for a sticky website, but one of the most underutilized and underestimated tools for a sticky website is a quiz. Yep, an online quiz. Did you know that you can make your own? A completely customized quiz. I have one, and you can take it right now on my website. Mine tells you your solopreneur type and can be completed in under three minutes. And when you get your results, you'll get instant feedback on the resources that may be helpful to your brand. And I get it. It sounds a little intimidating to develop a quiz. I felt intimidated initially. I liked the concept, but how was I supposed to map out questions, answers, and how that all connects into assigning someone a type? Like my brain couldn't picture how to do that. But with the platform I use to create it, Interact, it's actually so easy. They make it make sense. Be honest, you've taken an online quiz somewhere, whether that be on Facebook or on a website to see what product fits you best or for some other reason. You were curious. With your quiz, you do just that. You pique someone's curiosity with your quiz topic and lead them through a series of curated questions that eventually drop them into a specific pool, category, or result. With Interact, you can embed your custom quiz directly onto your website so they stay with you longer as they take it and get their results. And those results, well, those are not only fun for your audience to read, but they also serve as a way to lead them to your offerings, specifically those that will likely be best for them. And those results are typically accessed by, drumroll, entering your email address. Are you seeing the power of the quiz here? It is a sticky tool that keeps them on your website builds trust through interaction, pun totally intended here as the platform is called Interact, puts them in front of an offering that is perfect for them, increasing the potential they'll become a customer, and collects their email address so you can stay in touch. A passive, no-maintenance quiz does all of that. I'm going to be including more quizzes in my offerings moving forward, as it's been a hit on my website. I'm sad I didn't think to include it sooner, really, but grateful that I figured it out, found it, and I wanted to share it with you, too, as a unique resource. And gosh, I really think you could use it in your business in a lot of unique ways, not just as a sticky tool. It's something that sets you apart, creates a fun and memorable interaction. Can't get away from sounding like I'm trying to make a pun each time I use that word. And doesn't require a major commitment. Any industry could design a quiz for their audience, and really, you don't need to be an entrepreneur to use this. Perhaps you could use this as a team leader at the corporation you work for to liven up your next training event or something. 
So if you are interested in the Interact Quiz platform, I'll include a link in the show notes for you to get a free trial and check it out for yourself. And not only does it integrate with your website, but also many other platforms that you may be using to help run your business. Systems, baby. Let's work smarter, not harder. Plus, when you sign up, you'll have access to a free 15-minute call with the Interact team to answer any quiz questions you might have. But seriously, it's really easy, and I had a lot of fun making mine, so take it if you haven't taken it yet. So with a few more sticky tools in your pocket, which ones are you going to use on your website? Hopefully you picked up a thing or two and are now motivated to make some sticky upgrades to your online space. Let me know which ones you're adding by tagging me in your posts and stories on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast and at Laura Swan Siekman, or comment on this episode's static post and share it there. And if you have any other fun, sticky ideas, I'd love to hear them. We can all learn from each other. All right, friends, I know you have some work to do and are probably dying to check out Interact and make a quiz. So I'll leave you here, but I'll be back soon with a brand new episode and we'll talk then. Stay badass. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswansiegman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.